Don't talk about red side, sleep when I'm dead. Motherfucker wanna come through tripping. Listen, I'm a ribbit, I'm a kung fu, kung fu. Welcome everybody to True Exact Show. I'm here with Brian, and our guest today is New Jersey rapper. Um, somebody uh I started listening to recently. We started following each other on Instagram, and um, he's kind of from where I reside now. Not to say the exact areas, but because I don't want anyone stalking us, you know how that goes. There's not a lot of fans out there. So uh, Johnny JC, what's up, man? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, we just recently like connected through Instagram, you know what I mean? So um, I'm really grateful that you had me on the show today. Absolutely. And I always like getting up and coming Jersey rappers on. I think like we share the same kind of um, vibes, if you will, that East Coast FU mentality or no one can mess with us. And it's our state and only we can make fun of our state. Right. <laughs> Word. Yeah. No, Jersey definitely got that. Uh, Jersey, New York. Yeah, literally yeah. just East Coast. We got that aggressive, you know, aggressive mentality, I guess. Right. And meanwhile, I'm rocking in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm rocking an NY hat, but. I could always blur that out if I feel like it. So <laughs> anyway, man, before we get into some stuff, because I do want to touch on your uh, recent music, recent posts you put up, which really led me to message you, because like I think we share the same connection as far as our viewpoints. Um, how'd you get into music when you started rapping, or even you know making it in general? Music has just been a part of my life since twelve, thirteen years old. Um, you know, my cousin rapped; he had a rap group. And he made like real hip hop, you know what I mean? So uh, I just wanted to be like him. That was like my idol. And then after after seeing my cousin rap, I discovered Eminem, Biggie. And then by seventh grade, what, 2007, you know, I was rapping, freestyling on a Radio Shack microphones. Geez, so we're a little older than you then. Always like to figure, see, like for us, it was kind of like an eight mile thing where, um, you know, that movie came out, not to age us or date us or anything, but uh, I believe that came out in November 2002 on a Friday during uh, school was off. But that was kind of the thing. So, like, what Eminem song was it for you? Well, what album, what song mainly did it? So, for me, it was the Marshall Mathers LP. Um, I wasn't supposed to have that, but my dad was, my dad was, came in clutch and uh, <laughs> slipped me that CD. <laughs> Um, so for me, it was, I never knew why and the way I am. And, uh, when I heard Kim, that shit yeah. just, that's my blew favorite my yeah. mind. That's actually my so favorite hip hop song of all time. <laughs> Yo, it is insane. I've never heard storytelling like that before. Yeah. And that was just crazy. Of course, my parents, my mom had no idea. My dad had no idea about that song too. So well, thank God. The edited version of the album, they didn't even have that on. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, though, is that, like, they, like, obviously now things are so much different when it comes to music coming out. Like, you can preview everything. Like, somebody has it leaked somewhere. Yeah. Everything, right? Like, back then, nothing leaked. Like, I remember getting the Marshall Mathers LP, going home. I got it at Target, went home. I was so excited to play it and just let it go all the way through it. I remember I was listening to it on an actual stereo. So yeah. I had the shit like blasted and then Kim came on and yeah. he was like, what the fuck is this? Oh my God. And it starts mom, off so My innocent. mom walked into my room and was like, what are you listening yeah. to? And I was like, it's art, mom. 
It's hard. And it, but it starts off so innocent, too. The Kim song is like, oh, look at Daddy's little baby. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, beat the shit out of you. You know, it's they drags you in the woods. It's a great song, very eerily poetic, as I like to put it. Uh, really quick, do you remember your cousin's rap group name? Was it something cringeworthy, or was it like pretty cool? For I, I don't know. I guess uh, the group name Twin Squad. That's not that bad. Damn it! I was hoping it was something like we could like laugh about and stuff. Like when I first started rapping, it was I don't remember my name. It was really horrible though. I was like conviction. What does that even mean? Like, what? Like, what, are, what are you talking about? Conviction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. So, like, all right, when you started, though, obviously it was just uh, so. Two thousand seven was around the MySpace music era when we would put stuff up like that. Just the beginning when Tom had it all right, but we would have to publicly rank our friends one through eight, which was phenomenal to do. <laughs> so, like. What what was your first? Because I will touch on your older stuff to your newer stuff. Obviously, it's tough to go back and listen to older stuff. So, when did you realize you were like decent at it, decent at rap? Like you know how people are just like, oh, not that good. When did you realize like, all right, I could actually make music? Um, probably, I would say freshman year of high school. So yeah, so two two years into it, then around two or three years into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I started writing better. I started actually constructing songs um, before I was just freestyling and just, you know, making seven tracks. But I got older and I was like, eh, there's seven tracks, but they're booty. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So once the vocabulary grew and my taste in music as far as genres grew a little bit, I was able to be like, okay, I was able to blend the shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, that, that sounds kind of dope, you know? And then I just didn't stop. Yeah. What did you What did you listen to that you hadn't before? Like classic rock? Was it punk yeah. rock? Things like that? Um, it was classic rock. Um, my dad was very big into hip hop, so it was Big L. It was um, Nas. It was Jay Z. And then non rap, it was yeah, like the classic rock, Air Supply, Journey. Hold on, uh, hold on. Did you did just you? say? I think you just said. One of my favorite bands of all time that I actually saw live on my birthday last year. Air Supply. Did you say Air Supply? Oh, this <laughs> is the only person I've ever I've ever had a conversation with that has the appreciation for the greatest love ballad band of all time. <laughs> I can't believe I have been made fun of. Numerous times on this show on Instagram lives. Thank you, JC. You, you are, you are. We are one now. Now they'll just make fun of both of us. That's it's fine. Good. I got someone <laughs> to back me up that they're the greatest band ever to exist. They're really good. My my dad tortured me with the with the Journey CD and the Air Supply all the way. We took a road trip, and that shit was just playing. Oh my god, man! And after that, I just started branching out, and I just yeah. literally. Stop making music. That was my addiction. <laughs> that would that would explain your wayward wayward son carry online in your one song with the Kansas song. I got yeah. you. I picked I picked up on that. Yeah, and <laughs> well, I, I know Brian does some production here. Like Brian does the mixing and stuff. So, like, question: Do you do your own mixing? Yeah, do. Okay, jeez, Brian, comment on how hard that is. <laughs> Isn't it stressful? Like, Fair. I find I find. um 
and I, I don't know if you have the same thing when you do it. Um, I always find that the recording is actually almost secondary, like the performance. Like I worry more about capturing a specific sound because I know what I can do with it in a sense. And I'm like, the rec like, whereas like if you were just the rapper, like you show up and you're like, all right, I'm going to hear, I'm going to spit my verse. I'm going to do the hooks. I'm going to do everything. And then that's it. And then, okay, somebody else takes it. They do. That's kind of like what I do to you. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So it's like <laughs> when you do that, it's like that rapping almost becomes secondary where you're just like, all right, I don't give a shit. I just got to get the verse right, but I know what I'm going to do in here. And it's like that whole process will take longer than actually recording your verse, you know? And then mm -hmm. it becomes a little stressful because you're like, oh, shit, I got to do all this work to it. Yeah, for sure. It's Me, it's multiple hats. Yeah, um, for sure. It's like... Um... For me, it's, it kind of helps because now I already know what tone I, I need to be in to like, uh, like painting a picture, basically. You know what I mean? Like you already know in your head what you want it to sound like. It's kind of cool being able to do that um, instead of having to go to a studio and having to try to explain yes. your crazy ass thoughts that you have to somebody that you might have just met. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like it. It's definitely stressful. I've definitely sat here on mixes like this is trash or I've been here pretty stoned and like this is so dope. Come over in the morning and it's just fucking garbage and you're back to square one. But <laughs> definitely you know, I literally, I'm not even kidding you. I did that shit two, like two days ago. Like I literally came up with something smoked and i was like oh my god i gotta put this shit down i recorded it sat for three hours fucking mixing it doing all this shit to it all the plugins all the effects everything that was going on i listened to it in the morning and i was like man what a waste of fucking time <laughs> <laughs> delete <laughs> back to um when you were making music uh because you know you started out a little later than we did but we we're still making it at the same time and I always say around that era when you started, the 07, 08 era, it was the trickiest era to make music because you were still... Trickiest for marketing. Marketing-wise, yeah. You were still burning CDs, but like the iTunes was right around the corner. You didn't feel like videos were necessary because no one was playing music videos anymore. But at the same time, looking back on it, those should have been made. Because that it's it, so when you were approaching it at that age, how did you market it? Because we were from the age where we were burning mixtapes with backpacks, handing them out, and then MySpace came and it kind of like crippled us a bit. We didn't know what to do. So like, how did you yeah, manage the birth of like of YouTube? And yeah, MySpace, all of that stuff. So nobody knew what it was going to be yet. Yes. So we were still trying to do it the old way of handing out CDs, fucking going places, talking to people. This time you still got to do that. Mm -hmm. But we were relying more on that. Whereas we should have been like, oh shit, make a YouTube channel, start uploading videos. Doesn't even matter if they're shitty, just start getting followers. Yeah. To where like yeah. Joe Budden TV did back in like 07, 08 with Budden doing Joe Budden. So like, how did you navigate that when you first started? Mm, I used to print a bunch of CDs. Yeah. Like a lot of CDs. Because 
I grew up in the walk down to the corner store and pick up the Hot 97 mixtape kind of, you know what I mean? Like, right. I really enjoyed that. And that was that was a fun part of it. That was part of networking. Um, and then MySpace came. And, you know, I wasn't a popular kid, but I had friends, so they would make it as their profile song or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Promote that way. And on my 16th birthday, we threw a party, and then I printed out a shit ton of CDs and just gave everybody a CD there. And I didn't know anything about iTunes or anything like that um, until way later. You know what I mean? Do you, do you regret it being, uh, do you regret it at all that like you didn't delve yeah. into that? Yeah. Cause like mm -hmm. you were, you're pretty, you're fairly young. You were around that era, like the, um, the odd future, like mm -hmm. era with, with where like it was just becoming, it, it kind of surpassed us. Honestly, we got to the point. We, like me personally, I'm I'm someone who still writes checks, so I am just I'm very stuck. I am stuck in my ways. <laughs> I I got an easy pass for the first time two years ago. I was still throwing changing tolls. So do you, is that something you look back on? You you regret a little bit? Um, I regret that I. How do I say this? I regret that I jumped in head first with my eyes closed. Mm -hmm. I wish I had. My open at least you know so that way i could have wanted to dive into more of the education part because you know i i don't know if we'll bring this up later but you know get you just wind up getting into situations that you wouldn't need to be in if you just understood the business side of it and you know what i mean you understood the itunes and how to make yourself a a business instead of just an artist yeah. well get it yeah you get into it now like what did you find yourself in situations like that yeah, you know, I found myself working with people that didn't really have what I had in mind for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't want to talk bad about them because they were homies of mine at one point, and they still are. I just felt like I was always put on the back burner kind of bullshit, so I kind of just wanted to be my own person. I always wanted to be my own person. That's why I wanted to learn how to mix and shit like that. But, um, but just situations like that, like I wish that I was able to take a step back you know, and go hold hold up. <laughs> yeah, I, I could say like if I have any of we're older, obviously you're doing fine. You're probably doing better than us music wise as far as like your following and views, which is really cool. Uh, just don't stop. Like we st we took a ten year break, eight year break, and like that's the one regret we have. And I I also want to touch on one of the reasons I reached out to you because you do make good music, and I saw your Instagram post your story and that's when i immediately wanted to reach out to you uh take it as you may whether you want to take it as advice or just throw it in the trash it's up to you but like when you said like you're at the point something along the lines of paraphrasing you don't care if you make it anymore like you're done giving a shit and like i think that's the most healthy place you could be in i think mm -hmm. like at your age you're probably stressed so much because you put so much fucking work in the past 15 years and like if it if you don't see the results you think maybe it's stardom maybe it's just even a thousand more followers like that shit will come or it won't but as long as you're making music that makes you happy like fuck it the rest will fall into place so like the advice i would have just don't fucking stop and don't let that bring you down because you do make good music man i really appreciate that that's real as fuck definitely so like when yeah go end, on bro at the end of the day Regardless of how good or bad your music is, no matter what, you're doing something that not a lot of people 
are willing to take the time to learn. Right. Because going in, like, first off, mixing your own shit and mixing, mastering, all that stuff, that's not easy. It, it's not something that you're just going to, a skill that you're going to pick up in a couple days. Like, if you go back, like, we started, well, restarted making music, what, three years ago? 2020, yeah, COVID. Yeah. And, I mean, I went back and, like, interned at a studio because I originally went to school for audio engineering. And this is back in, like, 2008. Mm. So, it was like, I was not, I haven't done anything with Pro Tools, messed around with anything, just recorded, and somebody else always mixed our our our, our stuff. So, it was, like, I needed to kind of touch up on all that. So I had to spend three months going to a studio three times a week to like relearn everything, just refresh myself and say, okay. And then once I got back into it, it's like, oh, now I need to learn how to mix our stuff and do all of our things. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and you listen to the first songs I mixed back in 2020, as, as opposed to something I just did a couple months ago, you're like, holy shit. I'm embarrassed to be on them, Brian. That's how bad you were. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't horrible. It was okay. But it's but the thing the point I'm making is that regardless of the outcome of what you're doing, you're still doing something that takes a lot of talent. It takes a lot of time, yeah. it takes patience, and it takes creativity. And a lot of people don't respect that because they look at a number and they say, oh, well, you only have a thousand views as opposed to Drake, who's got millions. And it's mm -hmm. like, we're the same age as fucking Drake. Yeah. The only difference here is we're not getting paid millions of dollars and he is. Yeah. So why do you respect his music over what I'm doing? It's the same exact shit. He's just doing it on a grander scale. That's That's the thing. So it's like, you have to be proud of yourself and what you do and just like have that same mentality. Just fuck it, whatever. Something takes off, it takes off. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm proud of what I make. Word. Hell yeah. 100%. Yeah. I feel, I feel the same exact way. I just, you know, I make what makes me happy. I make what is therapy to me. And that's right. Like it, you don't. And well, with that post, though, man, like what was like, what was a breaking point for you? Like, did you wake up and just like, like, I'm just like, I'm pissed off. I don't care about anything anymore. Were you constantly worried about like the music you made, if it would take off, if it would become like, you know, bigger than it, than it came? I feel like it, it's more of like, why? That's it's like, why am I putting, you know, why am I putting so much effort behind what I think people like, you mm -hmm. know, the music because it made me feel good. You know what I mean? It made, yeah. It made me feel. I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. No. You know, I made music because it made me feel good, and you know, I just, it's just, it was just built up on a, like, I gotta make content every fucking day. Like, I wasn't built in this era. You know what I mean? I, I, my focus is making sure whatever I give you sounds good. You know, right. just I like as good. Just give it to you and and, and enjoy it, but. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, I'm not ignorant to the fact that times have changed. You know what I mean. I'm mm. not ignorant to the fact that people's uh, the way they digest music is different. The attention spans are a lot shorter. So you got to catch them like this. You know, no one's gonna sit down and listen to a whole album unless it's like, unless they're like avid music fans. You know, everybody wants information. 
so quick now and you find yourself just chasing a ball you know like a yeah damn dog. Man, you know what just... it is it gets tired it is exhausting man it, it's got a way to beat you down uh it, it that that's for damn sure but uh like we always say like it could take 10 years of work to get to the one day that changes your life you know, mm -hmm. like all it takes is one man. Like all it takes is one person to come across a song. How many artists think about it, how many artists have you found just because like random artists that you were on YouTube and it was like a recommended video. And you're like, who the fuck is this? And, mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, that's how like we heard about benefit. Like what rapper we used to listen to or like some of the battle rappers I, who are my favorite artists. Like I just happened. Someone sent me a link. One day on AIM, it was like, yo, listen to these dudes. And I clicked on it, and it was like, holy shit, it's Ilmac and Thesaurus. Mm. And, like, that's how I became a fan of battle rap, kind of. So you just never fucking know. So, yeah, man, I keep your nose to work. Swinger Lucas in, like, 2015, randomly. Yeah, so it could happen to anybody, man. So, like, I just, you know, it's just, and you're still young. That's another narrative they have, like, with hip-hop, which annoys me more than anything. Like, they make you feel like when you're 30, your career is over. But the best rappers out right now are all over 40. Facts. I mean, they, they really are, as far as just rapping ability. Maybe not, like, so He just performed at the Grammys. He's, like, 58. Right. Yeah, he is old-looking, I have to say that. But yeah, so it's, and then like a positive spin is important. I think like when people say, oh, you only have 13 listeners. That's 13 people who wake up every day and play your shit. Mm -hmm. You know, that's more than, can any of your friends get 13 people to sit and listen to them talk for 20 minutes? No, absolutely I didn't not. People listening to me in 2007. So that's 13, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so everyday progress, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so like what, you, you recently dropped this, uh, the, I'm sorry, man. Your new album, the Rainy Days 2, the EP. So, like, mm -hmm. what was the concept behind that one? Um, Thought process, like, the mixing, like, how had that come about? Supposed to be rough. Like, Rainy Days 1 was rough. Uh, yeah. Rainy Days was 2020, and that was just COVID, bored as fuck. Was it 2020? Yeah. I don't remember, but I know it was during COVID. And I was just rapping. I just wanted to rap. And I just wanted to record. I didn't want to sit there and take too much time overthinking mixing and overthinking everything. So I just wanted to put the verses on, drop it. Uh, Rainy Days 2. Um, I left open verses on some tracks. I saw uh, that, yeah. That was cool. That's a smart move. Just something, you know, just something a little different. Uh, a lot of my, I guess, fan base, you know, um, would be yeah, a lot of producers from Looper Man, you know, because I, I drop acapellas on Looper Man and they download the acapellas and they make their own beats. So I was like, you know what? I want to do it for artists too. So I'll just leave freaking verses open. Anyone that wants to drop something or they have a verse that they found on Looper Man that fits this, throw it on there, send it to me. Let's listen to it. Um, the same concept, man, just rough, um, just writing whatever the hell I want to write. No, no, uh, no restraints, basically. Mm. Now, who are your, not to say who your top five artists are, I never do who's top five, but like, who are your main influences? Like the, the ones you find yourself maybe compared to writing like, right? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, so aside from air supply, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I get, I like the, you know, I like J. Cole sounds, you know, I like, I like those conscious hip hop sounds. I like, uh, I like the way I, I like writing style. I, I definitely try to, you know, I try to keep it not up to par because you can't keep up to par with Eminem, but you know what I mean? Like you try to like, yeah. 
at least show that you got ability where people are going to put you in that bracket someday, you know, and just stuff like that, man. A lot of stuff that I listen to, honestly, is a lot of unsigned rappers. Uh, you know, I listen to a lot of my friends. Uh, I listen to their music so they can stream, get the algorithm going and hopefully, you know, make some money for them. And I like a lot of old. Sh Sounds like you're a very nice friend. Man, Do you want to be my friend and stream our stuff? Yeah, I watch podcasts all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let me ask you this: only, only because you mentioned J Cole, um, obviously J Cole is a lyricist. He has a lot of conscious hip hop, but there's something about his production on his vocals that makes it so fucking smooth. Like, I enjoy listening to his music. Not just for what he's saying, what he's talking about, but actually like hearing the song. It just mm -hmm. it like goes into your ears well. The way he uh, engineers his voice and the layers that he does on it, it's like so perfectly done. Do you do you get that from him? Yeah, and I feel that way about Kendrick too. Yes. Uh, um, there's it's just it feels like a movie <laughs> when you yeah. press play. It's just sonically, if you close your eyes, you can just. You know, plays out for you. Hell yeah. Yeah, Scott, that was the thing I was trying to explain to you the other day where I was like, I don't know why I just keep listening to like everything J. Cole has. And you're like, uh, I love he's good, but he's uh, you were like, I kind of find him boring. All right, you know, we don't need to slander people <laughs> on so Scott, Scott hates J. Cole. <laughs> like, I like J. Cole. I'm, like, I'm actually a J. Cole fan. There's just some, you know, some very laid back music he, he does yeah, like, i'm just talking about his production his production right. is so well done that's all i'm saying all right well you know you have to slander me here so where are you at where, where are you at now uh what are you working on now i know did you start a podcast are you trying to start one up so talk about yeah. that a bit man uh, so one one mic one garage podcast is just uh, i just like talking to people so I honestly just want to talk to anybody that is interesting you know uh musicians are of course very much welcome but uh, people that are into sports or anything that you makes you unique and is interesting come on um it's very very small i haven't even i think i've done one episode it's on spotify right now i don't even think i released it correctly but <laughs> spotify will figure that out uh you know then that's pretty much what it is like uh just long form long platform conversation i guess are you do it over zoom or you do it at, in like your studio uh so right now i haven't done visual so the way we did it was um i guess i did it with an artist this time so he had his own daw uh so basically he just recorded his vocals on his microphone and i recorded mine on my microphone and then we had a chat through here with our headphones on and then he sent me his audio put them shits together and then that's it Not a lot of me sounds like a lot of mixing I'm a very lazy person when it comes to that. I'm very, I, I record my verse and I just leave. I just sit there. Like when I'm done recording my verse, I just sit down and like Brian will be like, all right, I got to mix. I'm like, do you have coffee or no? And like I'm the worst house guest of all time. I complain about the Keurigs he doesn't have. Like, it's just, I, I truly am a piece of shit. Huge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, 
Hey, I know you got stuff going on with a concert tomorrow. We won't delve into that much, but uh, what what do you want to promote uh, before we let you go? Honestly, I got a new song coming out on uh, Friday called Shining. Um, I, honestly, I heard the beat, and I was like, the first thing that came to my head was just Shining, yeah, Shining, yeah. And I was like, okay. Then I just recorded it, and then I just wrote these verses, and the verses mean a lot to me. Um I'm just trying to, you know, drip little pieces of me in, in the music, you know, what I'm feeling and what the fuck I'm going through. And maybe it helps somebody. But, yeah, so Shining comes out on Friday. And um, I hope people rock with it. You can find it on SoundCloud right now. And then um, I'll have the pre-save links for the Spotify and the Apple Music. Awesome. Nice. All right, man. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Really insightful. It's cool. Brian doesn't get to talk to a lot of people who do their own mixing. So I'm sure he had a lot of fun dissecting that. Um, if you ever want guests on your one mic, one garage, let us know. And uh, we'll hop on bullshit about anything you want, man. Simpsons, uh, football, I don't know, whatever you want. Hell thanks, yeah. Both for having me on. This was really awesome. I don't really do a lot of podcast interviews, so 